children are a heritage from children Children are a heritage from the Lord. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Abolish Abortion Missouri podcast, where we believe children are a heritage from the Lord, and we are committed to working toward the complete and total abolition of abortion in Missouri. Uh, my name is Brandon, I'm your host, and I've got with me today Wes Scroggins, who is the president of Abolish Abortion Missouri, and um, we are actually, this is our first episode, and we weren't even planning on, on starting this podcast yet, but in light of the tumultuous news regarding the repealing of Roe v. Wade, we decided that we would go ahead, we wanted to get a jump on this put out our first ever episode because as of um, June 24th, Roe v. Wade has been overturned, and we want to talk about what that means for Missouri. There's a lot of confusion um, in our country and, and certainly here in Missouri regarding whether or not trigger laws or uh, things that the governor has signed or, or the district attorney has signed into uh, law? Is that even the right word? Um, there's a lot of confusion among Missourians about what the repealing of or the undoing of um, Roe v. Wade means. So uh, I want to jump into that, but Wes, just start, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thanks, Brandon, for having me on. I'm Wes Scroggins, and I am uh, the uh, President Executive Director of Abolish Abortion Missouri. Uh, Live in uh, in the uh, Springfield area. Been around here all my life, and um, you know, basically, um, you know, married, have uh, several kids, and uh, working uh, in the abolish abortion Missouri to bring a complete end to abortion in the state of Missouri. And uh, um, <laughs> a lot of people right now probably think that that our organization is needless because we won, right? <laughs> That's probably what a lot of people are thinking. I've been told that many times over the last several days. We can that, just, uh, you know, hang up our hats and uh, call it a day, right? That seems to be kind of the impression that people have, yeah. yes, but that that is not the case uh, right. here in Missouri right. at all. And that's part of the reason why we have to we have to talk about this. We had to make this episode sooner than later because we have to be able to give people something so that they can understand abortion is not abolished no. in Missouri, right? So so answer that question. Somebody walks up to you and says, Wes, the undoing of Roe v. Wade and this trigger bill means abortion's abolished. So why why not? Why is it not that way? Okay, that's and that's a great question. And it uh, our, our trigger law, and matter of fact, Brandon, you can you can read our trigger law in uh, the revised statutes of Missouri. It's in the revised statutes, not the Constitution, but the revised statutes of Missouri. It's Chapter One Eighty Eight, Section Seventeen, and that's the trigger law. And when you read that, it's it's really, in my opinion, it's very very narrow in scope. It basically prohibits anyone from inducing or performing an abortion upon a woman in the state of Missouri. Um, there's an exception there for, um, um, you know, the, in, in the, for the life of the mother, uh, medical emergencies. Um, but then there's also, you know, a statement there that says that the woman 
uh, will not be penalized, right, in in mm. in any way for uh, for an abortion. And so, really, what that covers, what it's going to cover, is only um, abortionists, you know, performing things like surgical abortions in an abortion facility. Um, but yet, we know that there are a number of other ways that uh, abortions will will are, are taking place all, all the time already, and will continue to be sought out, and and will continue to be done. And so, uh, for example, the chemicals, right, abortifacients. Um, their uh, women can can order those pills, get those pills very very easily. They're available uh, from from many places. Can take those at home and abort the child. There is nothing whatsoever in the trigger law that prohibits that uh, from a, a woman from doing that or for being held accountable in any way, criminalized in any way for aborting her child. At home, and and we, I'm sure that that as as we move on and we have more episodes of our podcast, we will want to address in greater detail why it is that we care so much about, um, you know, <laughs> we, we can sound to people who who are unfamiliar with this whole debate, we can sound hateful because we talk about well, we you know, women need to be prosecuted too, but it's not. Um, hatred for women, it's love for justice. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, the problem is that any law that says that um, a person who, who pulls the trigger can be prosecuted for killing somebody, but the person who hires the hitman cannot be prosecuted is still unequal weights and measures. And that as Christians, correct. we just care deeply about equal weights and measures in law. That is so, correct. Yep. You know, we want to talk about that a lot more at some point, but that's another one of the big deficiencies with this trigger law is it won't in any way a woman could uh, be caught, you know, ha- you know, by by the the, the uh, civil authorities being being you know having an abortion performed on her by a doctor. The doctor would be persecuted or prosecuted, right? <laughs> um, and the woman would, would- be guiltless. Right, that's that's correct under under current law. So yes, our trigger law, there is no equal justice, equal protection, you know, or, or really justice under the law in that trigger law, and so uh, you know that's one way that abortions are still taking place in the state of Missouri. Um, you know, we don't want anyone to be fooled when when they hear that Missouri is an abortion-free state. Right. Uh, it is not an abortion-free state. Right. Uh, Planned Parenthood is still referring uh, women, Missouri women, across the state lines to kill, you know, uh, Missouri babies. Uh, again, there's nothing whatsoever in the trigger law that prevents that from taking place. Mm-hmm. They, they can do that perfectly legally um, under our, our current. So, so there's a lot of, of, of ways, right? Still today, even with our current trigger law, there are still numerous ways in which uh, women in Missouri uh, can, can seek you know, abortions, get those abortions, and, and end the life of their baby. Yeah, and we would, we would guess, you know, I, I, I don't want to cite this as an absolute you know, statistic or fact because um, I've never been able to find, <laughs> I've never been able to find the, the, the article that I read since I first read it, but we would guess that the sale of abortifacient drugs, both in Missouri and elsewhere, will just increase, right? Because people are just going to be that much more concerned to make sure that the morning after... Right. Um, 
they're not they're not pregnant since mm-hmm. they can't they don't even have time now to consider which really just means that that may, maybe lives will be saved maybe they won't but what we can say is that probably lives will just be taken earlier that and that that is probably going to be the case um and i would suspect that the uh the the sale the usage of of, of those uh, drugs will increase. I, I, I do. Um, and so I, I think you're correct. Well, I know you're correct. I mean, uh, we're, we're not ending abortion. We're just basically changing how it occurs to some extent. I mean, I mean women have been chemically aborting their babies for some time now. But, you know, we're, we're just going to be shifting or changing uh, kind of how, you know, it, it's going to be occurring and where. Right. It's going to be occurring, but Missouri children are still at risk. And you know, you were just telling me, like, um, it, it's uh, Kansas City and St. Louis are actually now already like putting, what, what putting? Uh, what, I don't remember what the word is. Um, ordinances. Yeah, drafting plans yeah. is the way that I heard the news report. They're drafting plans to um, to help women, you know, in those cities. Uh, get a you know out of state across the state lines to get an abortion, um, and so you've you've actually you know if that is the case, um, you've actually got municipalities in this state that are um, that are, are are assisting right in this process. We know there are businesses. I mean, how many businesses? Um, corporations have we heard of here uh, over the last several days since last Friday when um, the Roe decision came out that uh, are going to be helping, right? Uh, their employees, right. women employees, you know, get uh, to uh, out of states that that, uh, that kind of have that, so to speak, ban and, and get abortions in other states. So, right. uh, so we've just, you know, we, we've, we've gotten rid of one thing is all in in a massive a, a complex abortion industrial complex yeah. um where uh we still have you know yeah these corporations basically acting as accessories to murder yeah and possibly municipalities oh uh, yeah even uh, yeah even doing cities. doing the same thing yeah. and so and so you know what we have to have you know in in Missouri and uh, in in any other state you're going to have to have legislation you're going to, if you're going to end abortion you're going to have to have legislation that addresses those issues and that prohibits those kinds of things prohibits women you know from getting these drugs to end the life of their baby and prohibits uh, corporations and uh, municipalities from being accessories you know um, uh, to to the crime yeah. so to speak mm. so then um there's a lot of deficiencies, obviously, in the trigger in the trigger bill, trigger law, and is it is it known to our lawmakers? Uh, I mean, is it just cognitive dissonance? Because they're all, it seems, you know, even even people that we might respect and and appreciate, it seems that have they been duped or or are they just, uh, you know, I mean, this is just opinion, I know, but uh, do you think that they? are uh, willfully ignorant or, or just woefully ignorant of, of what's going on and all these ways that we still have so many babies being murdered mm-hmm. here on our soil? I, I, think, I think it's a case of both, right? I think you have mm-hmm. some lawmakers that uh, they, they, they know the truth, but, but they, don't, they don't care. Um, I, I, you know, I, I'm, 
I'm almost I'm certain of that. All right, uh, we've got lawmakers up there that know that this is uh, that that this is a very narrow right um, limitation or or restriction on, on abortion. Uh, I was at a conference in St. Louis over the weekend uh, on Friday evening of the conference. Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft was the speaker. Mm-hmm. And, uh, at, and during the Q and A session after his um, after his speech, uh, he you know this was just hours after the Roe decision, right? This was Friday evening, just hours after it came down. But he was asked a question about abortion, and and he himself, I mean, here's the Secretary of State, who himself said that the whole issue of of abortifacients, chemical abortions, um, going across state lines were issues that would have to be addressed by the legislature. So, I mean, what's he saying? I mean, here's the Secretary of State. What's he saying? He's saying abortion's not over in Missouri. Right. Women can still get abortions using these means. This is going to have to be addressed by the legislature. So that's what I'm saying, Brandon. There's many of them that know. They yeah. know the truth. Yeah. Whether they're going to be willing right, to stand up and bring a complete end to abortion that's the issue, and that's the question. Uh, are there some, you know, that are are just ignorant of the truth? I, I think we've got some lawmakers that, yep, they're probably that way, but I think most of them know the truth, that our trigger law is very limited in its scope. And so the, the that wouldn't be a big problem if they were being honest and not saying we're an abortion-free state. But they're coming out and they're actually saying, and 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 the, the, that's why we had to make this episode is because yeah. there's so much disinformation, misinformation uh, mm-hmm. out there right now. Um, we're not an abortion-free state, and the more that they say that, the more that they entrench themselves in what seems like willful ignorance. Exactly, very yeah. very much so. And um, you know, yeah, the more that that rhetoric is is tossed around and disseminated out there, the more and more that people believe. Uh, believe those folks and believe the truth that we are an abortion-free state, and I, I have. And then I've it just heard, makes it makes us abolitionists look even more crazy. Well, well, and well yeah. it, it divides us even further from these these people who who we want to talk to uh, on the on across the aisle on the pro-life side. Um, which you know, <laughs> again, this is not maybe how we would have liked to. You know, we maybe would have liked to have made an episode where we talk about the difference between abolition and and pro-life, but we have to talk about this issue. But the, the truth is that. There's a, 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 a large chasm between the way that the pro-life industrial complex has attacked and tried to fight abortion and the way mm-hmm. that abolitionists um, like Abolish Abortion Missouri um, and associated organizations across the country have tried to fight abortion. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one We're question, very different. We are so different. We're very different. Yeah, you know, um, and... Uh, um, and we would like to be able to hold hands with them. We'd like to be able to partner with them on on anything, really. Mm-hmm. But so often, it seems like they're either disingenuous or, um, uh, you know, uh, at least un- very uncareful in the way that they're speaking about these issues. And I yeah. think that we're just seeing that again right now. So um, a good question then with regard to that is uh, like I was asking you before we, we, we started the show here, um, how, uh, how are pro-life people, we, they don't have Roe v. Wade anymore mm-hmm. and we still have all these challenges and here we have um, 
you know, are elected officials actually admitting that these are other issues that still have to be worked out? Are we going to, what do you think? Is the pro-life movement going to start fighting these other issues, the abortifacient issue, the municipalities being accessories to murder issue, traveling out of state, ordering pills from Colorado and getting them you know, shipped to Missouri? Or are they going to hide behind something new? Well, I, I think the pro-life uh, movement, pro-life groups will address those issues. But uh, again, the way that they do it is going to be much different than how um, abolition groups like Abolish Abortion Missouri are, are going to do that. And so, um, you know, where you have the pro-life movement for so long, and, you know, our legislators included, kind of hiding, you know, behind um, the, the Supreme Court, you know. Right. So, you know, they're, they're working right within the confines of, uh, of Roe v. Wade is what they've been doing now for 50 years. And, well, you know, we can't, um, you know, make abortion illegal and, and pass an abolition law uh, to that effect because, you know, the federal government says we can't. Right. Um, and so I think that what you're going to see as the pro-life movement addresses these issues you're going to see them working within those same parameters, all right? You're going to see them working within the parameters of, of existing law. And so, for example, as we were kind of sharing um, before we, we began the podcast, um, you know, when it comes to, to the chemicals, the abortifacients, um, you know, many women will, will order those online from organizations that are out of state, outside of the state of Missouri. Um, from what I have been told, um, you know, by, by people in the legislature that, you know, that then constitutes, uh, interstate commerce, right? <laughs> and, um, and, and so there are federal, and, and this is where it kind of gets interesting is, you know, Roe versus Wade was bogus, right? right. It, it wasn't, it was, it, courts can't make law. So it was right. never, never a, a, a legitimate law, but we do have federal interstate commerce laws that are legislative, you know, and, 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 and are valid laws. Well, you know, the, the issue is, um, you know, if, if that becomes an interstate commerce issue, then you've got federal interstate commerce laws that come into effect. And uh, I've already been told by certain uh, legislative offices at the state capitol that, well, when it comes to prohibiting women from purchasing so-called, you know, such pills from, from out of state, we, we can't do anything about that simply because then we would be in violation of federal interstate commerce laws. And so <laughs> once again, what are we going to do? We're going to hide behind the federal, these, these pieces of federal legislation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I see it, you know, just, just a different issue, but the same principles, the same tactics. Yeah. So, um, and, uh, Again, just to make the analogy clear, if somebody wanted to hire out, um, you know, poison that they were going to use to poison somebody and they purchased it from somewhere else and then they brought it to Missouri to poison somebody or, or had it delivered to their house in Missouri to poison somebody, we would still prosecute them for that. You know, we would prosecute them and we wouldn't hide behind the fact that, well, they purchased this from out of state, so we can't, what, regulate its usage? Yep. They're still using it to starve their babies in their wombs. Yep. And it needs to be punished um, 
well, you know, not necessarily the sale of it, but the usage of it. Mm-hmm. And we're still going to be in the same place. And it's, it's actually very frustrating because even beginning to hide behind that seems like, um, you know, a, a logical fallacy at least because it's not, the, it's not the sale of the abortifacient drugs in another state that we would be concerned with. It would be the usage of them here in Missouri that we would right. be concerned with. I mean, I want it gone everywhere, but as far as Missouri law goes, we would want the usage of those things um, prohibited here. And, uh, and I think that the fact that, you know, you can order it online, see it come to your house, you know, those things ought to be, th- those ought to merit at least some level of investigation. I, I agree. I agree. Um, mm. You know, I, I, again, my position is, as, as an abolitionist, is that uh, murder under any circumstances is wrong. Absolutely. And um, I, I think you pass laws that prohibit that from happening. And if we want to completely end abortion in this state, that's what's going to have to happen. Um, you know, that's our legislators are going to have to do that. Um, and so abolish abortion, Missouri, um, you know, the work we've still got work to do. Absolutely. Still got a lot of work to do. I think, so, you know, what it comes down to though, really, it's just a difference. And, and you know, this, it, it's a difference in, in, in worldview mm-hmm. between the pro-life and, and abolitionist people. And so pro-lifers, they, they always have, and I think they, they, they may always will, you know, they work uh, with this mindset, this worldview, that we must be subject to man. And so, uh, you know, we've got these laws, and, and we, we're, we're subjects of the federal government, and we must obey man. Where abolitionists say, yeah, you know, no, we must, we must obey God, right? right? Uh, we right. have a very, very different mindset, a very, very different worldview uh, as to who the authority is and... Um, you know, what our duty is than does the pro-life movement. Absolutely. So in light of that, two kind of two final questions. So um, we, were, we were talking a little bit before we started here, and, um, you know, a, a lot of people are absolutely um, over the moon that Roe v. Wade has been overturned. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I said, you know, the question I asked you was, how happy should we be um, realistically, that Roe v. Wade has been overturned because, uh, in, in one sense, you know, it was an iniquitous opinion that yes. should have never been rendered, and the fact that the opinion has been reversed is a good step. But uh, you you brought up very wisely that it falls short still mm-hmm. in many ways, and so I, I can be happy. You know, yeah. I can even just be happy uh, seeing the response of you know so many uh, pro-abort people. Um, how uh, livid they are. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that's a nice, it's, it's nice to, 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 to see um, them uh, believing that this is a big bad thing because yeah. maybe that helps us gain some traction. So I can think about pragmatically things like that. And I can think principally it's good to at least overturn or undo what was an iniquitous opinion in the first place. But you brought up some things um, about all the still shortcomings and deficiencies, um, even of the Supreme Court. So talk about that a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I, I have very mixed emotions yeah. about about the, the Roe decision uh, on, on the 24th. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm not... I can't say I'm, I'm all that pleased. <laughs> um, 
And I know that that just seems to run contrary to the attitude that everyone else has. But but there's three reasons. If we've got the time, let me quickly share them. I mean, first of all, you know, the court... Uh, the, the, the court stated that, that the Roe decision, all right, in 73 was, was an error, you know, that, that the 73 court erred in, in making that decision. And I, I want to tell you something, you know, that, that should just grieve us mm. because you think about it. I mean, now we're going back and we're looking back on this. We're calling it an error, a bad decision. 63 million lives later, mm. you know, and it's a, it was an error. Yeah. In I mean, I mean, the American people ought to be heartbroken. We ought to be repentant, um, you know, to look back on that and call this an error. Um, you know, it just, uh, yeah, it just grieves my heart. Um, secondly, biblically, right? Um, you know, I, I, this, 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 from a biblical perspective, in my opinion, was not a good, was not a good decision, right? Uh, the court, basically what they said is, um, uh, let let the let the states decide. Let the people decide whether they want to kill their babies or not. Right. Um, what the court should have done, right, as as the as a magistrative body, right, within our government, you know, in my opinion, the court should have issued an opinion saying, um, uh, if, if if they did anything at all, basically saying, you know, our opinion is that every state in the nation should outlaw this murder completely, totally. Right. right? Not just that would, say, have been, that would that would be the biblical thing to have done. Right. right? If you recognize God as the government should, um, their duty is to issue the opinion that it should be outlawed everywhere. Right. To, um, to say both, yeah, to say more than just a, 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 a misstep, but that this was an unconstitutional violation of our authority back yep. in 73. And then to say, and furthermore, the constitutional thing, the, the constitutional opinion is all babies are protected from conception. Exactly, exactly. And, and that's kind of my third, the third thing I was going to talk about is from a constitutional perspective. Mm. Again, I, I, I'm not so certain that this was even a good decision from a constitutional perspective. And the reason is, and, and, and here's the talk. I mean, you hear everybody saying, oh, the court has, has you know, sent, you know, the, uh, the authority back to the states. That's not really true because the Supreme Court never really constitutionally ever had the authority to the make this decision place. to begin with. Right. This has never been a federal issue. It's always been a state's issue. And, 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 and they, they can't send something back constitutionally to the states for which they never constitutionally had the jurisdiction to to decide to begin with and it raises and, a concern that you know in four years or eight years or 12 years if if our supreme court justices look very different exactly. that we're right back in the same the same boat exactly very very yeah. true and and you know we we hear all this rhetoric about well the court has you know has sent this back to the states and 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 it, again, it, I, that rhetoric, I think, just reinforces in the minds of of the American people that the Supreme Court is God. 
Mm. And, you know, the Supreme Court has the authority. And when the Supreme Court tells the states that it can once again decide, then the states will once again decide. But we've waited for the Supreme, you know, and, and that there's nothing whatsoever, as you know, constitutional about that. Yeah. Um, and so those are even my concerns from a constitutional perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Not only is it disobedience to God, that's yeah. the big one. That's the big one. But then on top of that. Um, it's, 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 it has all these legal implications and uh, civil implications that seem good now, but might not seem so good in, yeah. in four or eight years if we lose uh, what we have. And that's the thing. Uh, and I, I mean, that, that's a great point you just brought up. And I, one I've been thinking about is that, yeah, you know, you, you, you have different people on the court. Um, we could, in, in a matter of years, be right back to where, where, where we were. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but but those are my concerns, and that that's why you know um, I'm I'm not so so overly happy. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> about uh, about the the road decision. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, um, last question then. A um, lot of work to do still. Yeah. How do we? How do we? What's the best way to move forward? Does our plan? Does does our course as as uh, abolish abortion, Missouri? Does that? It doesn't really change, does it? I don't think we're so. attacking maybe slightly different uh, problems, but we're still like we brought up. We're still having to face um, Missouri's uh, civil authorities relating to the uh, federal government, yeah. and we're still having to relate to our pro-life legislators um, being weak on certain areas of justice, and and so really it's. Uh, we can we can we can say thank you God for the the step, mm -hmm. but there's not a whole lot that changes for our direction. I, I agree. I, I think um, strategically things will remain pretty much the same for abolish abortion Missouri, and that is uh, number one. You know, uh, getting legislation, uh, and and we we will have that uh, again come uh, the next legislative session that begins in January. Uh, we will have an abolition bill, and so we need that legislation reintroduced, which 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 will happen. Um, and then also uh, again lobbying our legislators, um, just you know. Um, to do the right thing, absolutely. You know, again, I, I started to say educate, but but I think it's more of an issue of just uh, uh, it, it just you know the Bible holding uses them words accountable, like rebuke, rebuke, exhort to to to, yes. to to take the right to take a biblical stand as 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 the magistrates to do the right to the biblical um, you know just righteous thing, but then when it comes you know to to educating, it's it's getting the message out to Missourians that uh, abortion's not over in, in Missouri. And, and if, if there's anything that's changed, Brandon, I think maybe that's, that's the new element, is, um, is, is getting out there with the truth and, and trying to uh, overcome some of this uh, disinformation, so to speak, that, that is being uh, put forth uh, by the media and our politicians about the current uh, status of abortion in Missouri. So, you know, getting out there, uh, getting uh, Missourians uh, informed, getting them involved, and getting them on board with the abolition movement. And, um, you know, that's what I see really um, just briefly, kind of overall, um, strategically abolish abortion in Missouri doing uh, here into the near future. Definitely. So um, 
people who are listening to this, they can uh, tell you know, they can go to our website. Obviously, uh, this podcast will be available on Spotify, on iTunes, on um, uh, our website, other things like that. So share, you know, yes. share this podcast. Um, but then uh, subscribe to Abolish Abortion Missouri's newsletter. Newsletter. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what else? What else to get the word out? Um, who, people who agree with us, what can they do? People who don't agree with us or have questions, what can they do? Answer that real fast, and we'll we'll wrap it up there. Well, those that you know are abolitionists that that believe that that uh, this is murder and want to see this ended, get involved with us. I mean, go go to abolish abortion mo abolish abortion Missouri just mo dot org. Sign up for the newsletter, and you can put a little note I think in there that's you know. Uh, if you'd like to, to get involved with us, like to do something, um, you know, let us know. We'll, we'll contact you and try to follow up. Um, you know, talk, talk to your friends, talk to your family, talk to the people in your church. I know we've got a good number of folks out there that are working kind of through their churches, trying to inform folks. And um, some of them, you know, uh, guys like us have been, um, been asked to, to come and speak at and and uh, try to educate people. And so there are churches out there that are doing that. I think, uh, fortunately, I think there's more of them that are starting to, or mm-hmm. pastors that are starting to say, okay, yeah, yeah, you know, come and, 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 and tell my people about this abolition thing. And so, uh, you know, get, get some of us to come over and, uh, and come out and speak to your church. Um, those that, uh, that aren't uh, agreeable to the abolitionist message, you know, um, I, 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 I just pray that they will take a, a good, hard look at, at, at the truth, um, you know, and, and just the whole issue of justice. You know, how can you, uh, you know, if, if, and if you believe, you know, that, that children in the womb are, are human, you know, then, then, then objectively, right? If you really give Absolutely. it a good objective look, you know, how, how can you deny, right? Say that they are, are, are not, that they do not have the right to equal protection uh, under, under the law, you know, how, how do you not? So, so I just, uh, you know, ask them to, to take a good hard look at the truth. Again, if they've got questions, if they want to talk about the issues, let us know. Absolutely. Um, they can let us know again through our, our website. They can email us and uh, we'd be happy to contact them and talk with them. Yeah, 100%. Well, thank you for doing this. Thank you for thank doing you for this on short me. notice. Um, and, uh, and I think this is a really good way for us to start off um, uh, the Abolish Abortion Missouri podcast because uh, some people might have thought that, that if we were going to have this podcast, that now we wouldn't need to. But no, we're saying right now, just as always, there's just, work to be done. So, Yep, there sure is. All right. Well, with that, we're going to sign off. And uh, thank you so much for listening. And uh, as Wes mentioned, there's lots of ways to get a hold of us. There's lots of ways to get involved. We just encourage you to do that. This is the Abolish Abortion Missouri podcast, where we believe children are heritage from the Lord, and we're committed to working toward the complete and total abolition of abortion in Missouri. God bless. Thank you.